For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. It is another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. You have to be doing well after yesterday, right, Andy? That was... There's no way we're going to talk about, like, the actual tactical nuances of this match, right? I I don't even want to go there. What's the point? There is no point, right? (laughs) We're yeah. in the semifinal, okay? That's all that matters. I couldn't care less about the aesthetics of yesterday. Although, come on, when, when Tadic scored that, you, the, I, I know you were in the same boat as me. You thought, we're going to get screwed by VAR, right? I was like, I'm not going to go on the pod. I'm not, I'm not going to come on here and talk <laughs> about that if it ends that way. No way. No way. No, not even after... Not even after uh, hearing uh, Cristante say, hey, ref, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I saw um, I saw at least three or four people, two of whom were, were Italian, by the way. They said, oh, my gosh, I didn't know Cristante He's, spoke such yeah, good English. Such good English. <laughs> really well, great what stuff. Do they speak in, yeah, well, I mean, what do they speak in Canada? Um, well, I guess they also speak French, don't they? So, yeah, Quebecois, yeah. You know, yeah, so maybe they thought he was a native French speaker, perhaps. That no. First off, I, I again, I have the list of things I liked. Okay, I'm just going to start out with, even though I'm happy and was happy the moments after, I don't recall ever being so livid with a foreign referee in a European match. Maybe other than the 2002 World oh, Cup, yeah. but that was for a whole other host of reasons. But that, <laughs> that was for as happy as I was mm-hmm. about Roma pr- progressing yesterday, that had to have been at least in the top five to six <laughs> worst refereeing performances of the last few seasons that I can immediately recall. Yeah. Does that is that is that accurate for you at least? The yeah, the man was on a mission. The man was on a mission, and I don't. How do you not see uh, the foul on Mikitarian? How do you not let the action? Remember, the there was that. Oh yeah. my god! Oh, how my do you god. not play that? Like, oh, Madonna mia! Th- I, I I I was so. <laughs> it reminds me a bit. You know that new rule they enacted in the NBA some years ago. What I forget the exact name of it. What, what they, or clear path, right? Like like clear oh, path yeah. foul, mm-hmm. where yeah. where you get punished like extra for, uh, for 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 essentially trying to cause a foul for a guy who's on a breakaway, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, you get, isn't it? It's sort of like a technical, if I recall, right? It's a free throw and you get the ball back. Yeah. Um, I, that wouldn't have even qualified for like clear path that was that was like a training goal nobody else is on the pitch 
I cannot recall ever seeing such a blatant attempt to... It, it, it honestly looked like he had money on that match. Uh, that, 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 yeah, was, that, that, that was thing, the yeah. most abysmal um, calling of the foul back, not allowing the action to proceed and yeah. playing the advantage that I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. The most blatant disregard for playing the advantage that I, I, I think I can recall within the last decade. <laughs> Yeah, and he, it did. He didn't even really seem concerned for the foul itself. It was more of a, <laughs> oh damn, they're you know they're on a break. Uh, gotta stop them. Gotta do yeah, something. Right. It was really. I I mean, this was and imagine imagine if VR is not there, and we don't go through because of that. Oh my! Because word. this guy couldn't recognize a foul that was like two feet away from him. I I really don't know what you know what was going on. Terrible refereeing. Um, it you know people love to say oh, but it doesn't affect. But this time you could see that he was really breaking up the action and and just like really not letting the game flow. And this was already a pretty nervy game. Like this, you could feel the tension. Both teams, even though Ajax had like 80% possession, whatever the hell the statistics for that is, they couldn't really create much. They didn't do anything for the last 20 minutes um, when the pressure was really on them. And and he, he went on and instead of facilitating the game letting it flow letting seeing the, you know the em emotions come out of these players he he kept you know suppressing the whole thing and it's um it's a shame because a game of this you know where where the stakes are this high where you know the pressure is is so high you, you want to see the game in the hands of the players this game was for the most part in the hands of the referee yeah, yeah, it was again. I, oh my god, I have it. I'm watching it in front of me right now because somebody has it on a loop. I just throw my nightmares. This account, it, they have. There's no way they can be a supporter, man. The way they love to torture people. Oh no, no. I, 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 mean, I, I think I blocked them like a long time ago just because I didn't want to like be exposed to this stuff. <laughs> You mean you don't want to willingly? Uh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not a glutton for punishment. No, I'm not like you, John. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching it, and I have to tell you, I, I just can't fathom what is going through his mind. I, I mean, he even looks at the action going on. You see him looking, and then he motions back towards the foul. I, I would love to hear an explanation because this did not make any sense. Now, I did not look into this, and I'm sure I could do so with just a simple Google search. But is it true this guy was actually, he's from Manchester? Born and yeah. bred. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So it is true. I thought yeah. people were just trying to, to troll me with that. So that actually is true. This guy was born and lives in Manchester. That, that is curious, I would say, to say the least. So I, just, I guess real quick from the tactical point of view and not even deep into the tactical point of view. So I, I won't say, again, that it was complete and total shithousery because I do think, and I agree with Fonseca in this regard, I think defensively that was one of the more organized performances that they've had. Now, if you were just watching, or I'm sorry, if you were just looking at the data after the match, you looked at the statistics. If you just go to uh, like info goal, okay, 
I mean, it's going to look like at least somewhat on paper, if you don't look at the XG at least, it's going to look like IX dominated this match. But I have to tell you, as you just said, while they did have the bulk of the possession, they really did very few concrete things with it. I mean, their best regista uh, last night was Paul Lopez. So, um, <laughs> and it's 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 that it's it's really it comes it comes down to that. I can't really look at you know at these two games and and say and say so that positive. That you're breaking the guy's balls, man. <laughs> I just can't. After you that know, first leg when he put on the Superman cape. Yeah. yeah, what the hell happened to him? I guess we could go to that too. That was, well, but it's not even. What the hell was he doing? <laughs> but it's not even. You know, it's it's more of the, it's the fact that both teams were really nervous. Both teams. Oh, for sure. Both team looks look tired. Roma haven't had have been playing uh, every uh, every three days for the past two months. Okay, um, and and Ajax quite similarly on that same front. And both teams looked like really they didn't want to. Um, they, I mean, they wanted to get a result, but it was just too tiring. And you could see that even you know it, the the fact that Roma get that goal because of that one piece of brilliant team action, where really it's Mancini and Carlo with the man on skates. Ooh. Yes, and and first I mean, he of broke all, the it all guys' ankles. It it all starts with with Garsdorp and Mancini. Karsdorp. Yes. Yeah, it, it it all starts with with him, uh, you know, getting getting aggressive with Tadic on the sideline, then Mancini getting the ball to Cristante, Cristante beautifully um, running across the pitch and launching the ball uh, into Mkhitaryan's feet. Mkhitaryan with one simple touch to Calafiori, and then the break is on, right? And but but that was the only really beautiful piece of action that we saw all night long just because that is that really takes a lot of effort and a lot of concentration to to achieve something like that and i think that in these two legs both teams um were more or less on the same page when it came to the intensity um obviously ajax were the more desperate team and uh they they managed to put us in a, in a tight spot you know, putting pressure on our defenders, Broby causing all kinds of problems. Paul Lopez yesterday, you know, the moment that his agent speaks positively of him. I was, uh, I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> the, the, the moment he does it, uh, he, uh, Paul Lopez has a nightmare of a game. And it's, um, it's, it's, it was that. It was a game really of one team looking to to score but really not knowing what to do how to move around um how to how to get the best of Roma and Roma not I, I wouldn't say sitting back but really figuring out a way to 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 um to see this match through and you know it's never easy when you're a team that has played a lot and you're missing a lot of your best players you're you know you're looking at players like Calafiori going out with a bump you don't know what, what what's happening to them you're looking at Mancini sweating so profusely that I mean I've never I've never seen sweat someone sweat so much like he did last night so it's um it's really it comes down to who can sustain the most and and um fortunately Roma came out on top that is very observant of you I can't say that I noticed Mancini sweating now 
after this, I'm going to go back and watch, and I'm going to be absolutely fixated. Oh yeah, on the it. final instance. No, you have to look at the final, the final instances of when the match is over, and he's sitting on the pitch, and the camera closes on him, and he's just drenched in sweat, like completely. Um, I don't know. I think he even shed some tears. So yeah, that was oh, man. That it, it's so weird. Okay. It, this has to be up there with one of the most, I, I mean, for a whole host of other reasons, too, with COVID. But this is going to go down as one of the most bizarre seasons that I can recall in a very, very, very long time. Because it, it really does seem like you get two different teams in terms of effort, attitude in Europe versus the league. And I still can't put my finger on it, but like right now, obviously, I don't care. There, there's time to, I guess, go super deep into it after the season. We'll see where things end up ultimately. But I'm just so happy because it feels like this season. I mean, Andy, think of all of the crap that we dealt with. I've no, I, 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 I know we regurgitated time after time in here, okay? But we go through an ownership change, okay? You go through a saga that seems to go on for two months wherein one of your one of your club's all-time leading goal scorers, a guy who has been the, been here for six years, a guy who a guy who is your captain, arguably your best player, at least in the moment we're thinking that. A guy who really, beyond him, it doesn't seem like you're going to be able to score many goals. He goes essentially on a two to three month, probably even longer than that if we want to be serious. It's almost like he went on a hiatus midseason. Uh, you add to that rumors about the manager, which if we're going to assign blame here, Roma, they have to raise their hands in that regard because they've allowed it to go on for so long. But it is what it is. You've had your manager question for the last six months. Okay. And he was questioned yesterday too oh after the win. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Do we, do we want to reveal who asked the question? Because we all know who, you know who asked it, right? Yeah, of course. It was our good friend from Sky Sport, okay? Uh-huh. And you know, it just goes to show, you know what that reminded me of yesterday? Okay, there's this thing. If you've ever been to one of these press conferences, whether it's a new player or whether it's pre-match, okay? You're all gathered in a room. Uh, I don't know, usually a dozen, sometimes more of us, all, all, all in a room, okay? The way you're seated is usually it's kind of like priority. It's always the usual suspects in the front row. It's, it's the Roma TV, Roma Radio, Sky Sport, and then me and the other peons out of the four rows. We're, we're usually in row three, okay? I don't know who else is behind me. Marco Violi, I think. <laughs> so, you know, usually we're sitting second or third row, you have the priority people in the front, and I, I have to tell you, it's astonishing to me that they are always the ones who ask the most stupid and pointless questions. You know what that question reminded me of, Andy, when they're unveiling a new player? And they always ask, and it's, it's always the same journalist who ask these questions, and they all seem to be around the same age. Do you view Roma as a destination or a stepping stone? Yeah, that question comes every time. It doesn't matter every, if you were every seventeen year. Yeah. or thirty-seven. Yeah. You know, yeah. And every single time that question gets asked, I sort mm -hmm. of drop my head and I begin to weep internally. 
and I pretty much give up hope in humanity because yep. I think to myself, A, who cares? B, who cares? C, who cares? D, why the hell are you asking this for the 300th time? You know the beauty about that question is, Andy, there's no right answer. There's no right answer. Mm-hmm. There is yeah. <laughs> no right answer. If you say you view Rome as a destination, you know what? You're unmotivated. You don't want to get better. Yeah, and, and you're what? not going to be a good player. <laughs> exactly. But you know what happens if you answer it the other way? He views Rome as a small club. Roma, yep. this is how they're viewed. So the fact that Fonseca was even asked that question, okay, immediately after. We're not talking about the day after. We're not talking about hours after. No. We first talk- question. First question by Sky Sport is about his future. Insane to me. And the fact that that is even getting asked to Fonseca, it, a guy who has been put through the burner. Listen, you and I have criticized him, more so me a little, I would say a lot more than you. He's received plenty of criticism. You have to give him his credit yeah. yesterday because you know what? I thought the approach was too negative. If I'm, if, if I'm just being honest from my standpoint, I would have liked to have seen them, especially knowing that he scored two goals in the first leg, which was away from home. I would have liked to have seen them play on the front foot a bit more. But you know what? Ajax ended with an XG of like 1.2, 1.3, okay? It worked. So how can you not give him credit? No, yeah. And and it's, you know, it's, and the fact is, you know, he's a manager who's taken the criticism on the chin. I mean, he's very rarely, he's, he's tried to, to fight back. Uh, what I, uh, yeah, what I wanted to highlight is exactly that I wouldn't say that the approach was negative. I mean, I I also would have liked to see Roma be more aggressive. I would have liked to see Roma um, dominate more on the ball, create mm. more chances and whatnot. But it's pretty clear that we've come to a point in the season where everybody is dying, where yes. you're looking at the next game and you're, you know, you're like, okay, let's, let's see if Pastore can play starter. So, you know, we can rest this one, or let's see if Santon can play starter and, and see if we can save Karsdorp the trouble of, 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 of going out there and, and playing his mind out. It's, it's a matter of really preserving the energy. Yeah. Now, you're looking at maybe the first leg against Manchester United and you're wondering, hey, are we going to rely on uh, Federico Fazio as a starter? Oh, or my word. Can we count on Chris Smalling post-robbery, post-burglary, yeah, whatever? Um, I, I don't know, but this is, you know, it's come to that. It's come to the fact that this team is really gassed, okay? Yes. They, they are playing an insane amount of games there and it's and it's always the same guys like if you look at Mancini this guy is gassed and makes mistakes yes but plays with a lot of heart Cristante also has has been playing through injury um Vertu just came back from injury yesterday he was playing his mind out running around the pitch Diawara is finally getting into the groove of things yes he was but, but all but 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 all of these guys this is you know you're you're missing key players and if you're going to go out there every night and play the way you played say against uh, Braga remember Braga was that probably the last game in the Europa League where you mm, where you point. really played the hell out of it you know you 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 from minute 1 to minute 90 you played and 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 that was really an attacking display and it was nice it was nice to see it was nice but now I don't even think we can afford to do so. Like, 
these guys don't even ha- get a full training session. They just go back to Trigoria, go to the gym, try to relax a bit, and then eventually watch some video or something. But they can't really, you know, have a full training session. Everybody is 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 tired. Everybody's you know just jogging. Um, that's 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 what they can do. So when you go, and I think it was Mancini who said it, he said the training is the match. So right, you know, they go out there and now they're basically improvising on something that Fonseca has already told them. You know, there that that goal again. I highlight the goal. Jacob's goal comes from something that is exactly from Fonseca's textbook. It's it's the 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 example of what. Roma should be doing on a consistent basis. That's how every goal should come uh, from us, uh, exactly that way. So I just think that expecting this team right now at this point to approach these games in any other way besides really making the best of certain episodes, staying aggressive defensively, you know, fouling, doing all kinds of things that sort of make the game look dirty instead of attractive... It's um it's something that we we're really forced to do right now in order to keep up with with the schedule, which which to be honest is insane. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, it definitely is insane. And I, I think you're right. Now you're, now you're swaying me. I think, I think yesterday was more about survive in advance. And I know that, again, just by, just by the term of it, that in and of itself sounds negative, survive, advance. But... That's a good point. I, I think we are at the portion of the calendar where you just have to be lucky at this point. It, it, it's not even about, it, and that's something we talked about before the season even started. You know, finishing top four, it might not have anything to do. Remember when we had this debate about, you know, top four might not even necessarily end up being the best four teams throughout the season. It might just be the top four luckiest with COVID and injuries. And to me, I, I think that's absolutely the case because look at how long Roma have had to deal with missing so many key names. I mean, Andy, I, I, I was looking at it yesterday directly after the match because one of our patrons, they messaged me, messaged me privately and we were just going back and forth about the result. And they said, can you recall the last time that Fonseca had his best 11 players available? 11 best, okay? And... That would more than likely include Zaniolo, yeah. Yeah, that that I is. I couldn't that think is, of it. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't think of it. Can no, you? Because no, uh, Zaniolo. When was the last time Zaniolo played? That, that's well, all right, I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not even. Well, but, but yeah. Well, it happened against. Um, uh, he played against Sevilla, and then it. Uh, he he had the injury just what, like a week later. With I the, want the to see uh, I want to see really a starting eleven of Smalling, Mkhitaryan, Zaniolo, Jeko, everybody in there, um, and that hasn't happened in a long time, and that's why that's why you know we are talking about one of our best players being Cristante. Uh, this is not a Roma team that go got through got through uh, Ajax and 
got to the semifinal um, even with the likes of Cristante. This is also because of guys like Cristante. Guys like Cristante who stepped up, uh, played incredibly well. Yes, he was unbelievable. Um, it's it, it's that it's this team has it's been it's 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 been such a roller coaster ride. It's been crazy. Um, it's been insane to see guys that are, ha, we we you know have been missing for a big chunk of the season, like Diawara, mm. finally getting his moment. Uh, guys like Cristante playing completely way out of their position, but still playing really incredible football to help the team. And then guys like Karsdorp or Spinazzola, who we thought, you know, were, you know, were gone for good and reemerge as protagonists. So it's um, not, you know, and then not to mention our starting striker uh, being gone most of the season in, mentally and, and uh, younger players still adapting like VR and Ibanez. So it's, um, it's, to be honest, if you have to really, if you have to look at this season, you'll still have to look at this semifinal. Um, you know, we we hope that this goes well, but this is this is still last night is is, is an incredible achievement nonetheless. Yeah, and you mentioned Zeko. He was grilled about his future too, so that was fun, and <laughs> that was uh, yeah, the armband. You know, yeah, I, I mean, the handful of times that Roma reached these important. Uh, these important results in Europe and we're talking about the transfer market it's just oh it's never a joy never never we can never just uh never just enjoy the moment but yeah I completely agree with you uh, here's the thing this this showdown against Manchester United okay it's in two weeks a lot of the newspapers are writing today that that smalling uh, and you brought up the robbery. Who knows how that factors into this? I mean, if they stole, maybe they just stole all of the vegan food out of the home. I'm hoping maybe yeah. they were Roma supporters yeah. and they, they, <laughs> they, uh, they stole the tofu. They and they placed some steak, yeah, in the <laughs> in the freezer. So, joking aside, I do hope he and his family is okay. That's never that's never fun when you're exposed to such a traumatizing event such as that. But. They face Manchester United, okay? It's two weeks. They have two weeks to recover some guys. So we know El Shadawi will be back. We know Spinazzola will be back. I can't help but feel you need Smalling. I really can't. For as good as Cristante, how good he has been, I really feel as if a moment like this, because if you could have him, right? If you if you were to just lay out all of the cards um, throughout the season, we have this match, here's another one. We have this match, this one and this one and this one. I mean, it seems like this is why you pay so much for somebody like Smalling a moment like this. Especially, I mean, and that's, of course, not even mentioning the fact it's against his former club. I mean, they need him there. They need him. Yeah, and, and wouldn't it be like a fairy tale to 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 see uh, uh, Smalling, you know, absent for the most part of the season, come back for a decisive game against Manchester United and, and having a great one, hopefully. Mm. Um, wouldn't that be... And I agree. I mean, I I do think that it's um, it would be incredible to have him for the first leg. You know, luckily it's again it's it works that way. It's the away leg um, first, and and that you know that is I think a pos- a big positive because I still think that all I ask 
is is to just come away with a decisive episode, you know, something that can make the difference. Because at the end of the day, you're looking at a team that can say, okay, um, can I have Cavani and Pogba off the bench, please? <laughs> Meanwhile, we can be like, uh, can we have Calafiori? Yeah? <laughs> can we have Calafiori, Santon, and Perez off the bench, please? Um, yeah, it's... So we're looking at you really I mean it's uh, it's a monster of a team. This team is 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 built for this competition. They're going to come in and look completely different than than we will. Um so it's 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 vital to have a player of Smalling's magnitude I think because you know it's you're relying on experience, you're relying on quality. It, it and without Mancini even more so that gives you sort of this security blanket right like this is this is what these guys as you said are paid for the, the, these big games they, this is why you pay jeko so much money so that then he can deliver you that ball right he can make that goal and 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 get you through so it's um i really hope that this tra- traumatic event does, doesn't affect his stay or his, you know, his outlook on on Roma, and 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 I hope that injury wise he can get back because, uh, for all I care, Roma should really focus just on on Manchester United. Uh, you know, I was I was skeptical sure. about the Europa yeah. League just because I didn't buy Roma progressing. I didn't buy Roma um, managing. Oh, you have little faith. No, I agree. I mean, I, I admit it because I, I said that because I said that this is such a, a strange competition and Roma, you know, haven't had the best of track records when it comes to managing uh, two, three competitions at a time. And um, but this, you know, this is I'm looking at the schedule and Samp and Atalanta and all these other teams. They can really we are hell. hunting them to the moon. To the yeah, moon. Yeah. I couldn't care to less. The, to, yeah, to the moon. For all I care, Alberto De Rossi can can manage. If Fonseca wants to, you know, go, stay home, eat some chips, you know, do something. Um, he can chill out and Alberto De Rossi will take over. Santon can play striker for all I care. Um, <laughs> really, it comes to that. It's because this is, uh, it, it's impossible for me to believe that we might have a shot when we come off these this run of games looking dead tired, missing key players, um, having to rely on whether Calafiori can make it. I mean, Calafiori, can he make it now that he's got a knock? That, you know, the, the question should be, can Spinazzola make it? Um, we don't know. So it's it's tough. It's exciting, but tough. Well, I guess that's where I wanted to go next. Just on the surface, okay, on the face of it. I don't think we're – for as optimistic – as you and I can be at very few moments, even when we're out of our minds and not thinking clearly, when we are high off euphoria, I would say even at moments like that, we would agree that on paper, okay, this Manchester United is much better, right? I I think we can at least agree on that premise. Of course, yeah, of course. It's um, this is the you know, it's it's such a there's such a glaring difference that it's it's not even fair to compare the two rosters. I think that when it comes to these knockout ties, okay, I think they are the furthest thing from straightforward. Okay, there's season at well, of course, I would say, except yeah. for this year in 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 Europe, it, it 
it seems like, especially in the Champions League, the, the strongest sides have been, or the ones that are in the semifinal for the uh, for the Champions League seem to be the biggest clubs, most money. They've been able to handle the pandemic as, uh, as best as they can. I would say that in normal times, in normal circumstances, you can look year after year after year after year and you will find a team that on paper course they weren't supposed to win this two like legged tie but they do now the uh, the the overly optimistic part of me okay looks at what milan did to them just a few weeks ago okay in march and was a goal yeah. away from advancing in fact uh cassier's goal i thought should have stood but whatever and, okay. and you could argue that milan played better you, you could argue that yeah especially we have to admit it, especially in Manchester. I mean, they got the a draw there, okay? Mm-hmm. And again, you you could easily have made the case that they deserve to win that one. Now, that part of me says, okay, you know what? They can do this. They absolutely can do this if they take the right approach, they have the right attitude. They can do it. They unequivocally can do this. But then I step back, okay, and I just look at the team sheets. I look on paper, and of course football is not played on paper, but it's difficult for me to find a department of the pitch where Roma have a a, a glaring advantage if they even have one, right? Because I, I can't, <laughs> yeah. nothing really jumps out to me. No, 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 you can't. I mean, for me, I saw a tweet, really funny. Um, the be- You know, the best chance Roma have got is to you know, to tell Minoraiola to start some kind of rumor of Pogba going, mm. you know, leaving Manchester. So, that, so that the only way that you can attack this team is mentally, maybe just by creating some some chaos inside the locker room, because that's the that seems to be their biggest problem. Whenever there is something that has to do with Pogba, um, they seem to go crazy both off the pitch and on the pitch. So, um, But otherwise, you're looking at a team that, as I said before, can say, okay, you know, Rashford is tired. Let's have Cavani off the bench. Uh, um, oh, uh, Pogba was sitting on the bench. Let's let's put him on. Um, who are you putting on? Oh, Bruno Perez. <laughs> is, is, is he a farmer or is he? Oh, okay. He's he's a right back. Wow. Ooh. Oh, he's going to the Turkish that. league. He must okay. be quality. Okay. Wow. That must be that must be an amazing player that you have got there. But um, so <laughs> he did what definitely... against Shakhtar three years ago. Wow. Wow. That that was his foot. Um, <laughs> I, this is you know this is a match. This is one of those things that obviously you never know, right? It's it's about underdogs. It's about you know who would have thought that Roma could do something like that that they did against Bar- Barcelona. That was. That was, you're looking at a team that was on an incredible run and breaking all kinds of record that particular season, and Roma somehow managed to turn the tables. Um, what about what about this time against Manchester United? I really don't know because, again, it, it comes down to what the attitude will be um, going into this match. I, I I have to believe that Manchester United by now will be taking this competition much more seriously. They really have a shot at it. They've won it in the past, in the in the recent past. So um, it's all for the taking for them. And while you know they're looking at an opponent that is only starting to realize that maybe, 
maybe they can have a shot at the Champions League this way rather than than the uh, you know the 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 other way of of reaching top four in in their domestic competition. So um, both teams go into this game with a completely different outlook, I think, and it's going to come down to who wants it the most. Um, at the end of the day, you can have all the Cavani's in the world, but but you know, just like just like Mourinho's Tottenham that crashed out against much lesser opposition, just because they looked lost, they looked disinterested. Um, this you know, this Roma team has to has to play with attitude. Doesn't matter if you if you um, if you rely on episodes rather than you know open play. Um, that still counts. That still can give you uh, a goal. That can still give you an opportunity to, you know, to go back to the Olimpico and play for, for, for to win. Um, so, uh, as as you said, you know, as as difficult as this might be, there is also some 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 way of of believing in in, in a good result. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, I, I listen, it's the hope that kills, okay? We can't, I don't think you can approach this with, they have no chance because I think they do. I'm just so it's impossible to get an understanding of this team. It really is. Now, of course, if they can recover, Smalling, Spinazzola will be that will be back. El Shadawi will be back. I mean, Zaniolo. I mean, I, I I can clearly tell on Instagram that Bangs Ball has been. Sending him through the post. Holy shit! Some man. of his yeah. potion. Yeah, I should. I I think uh, we man. we should all give up going to the gym just because Zaniolo is setting a new standard. So, oh, my word. But could you imagine though if he somehow made it back in time for this? Oh, stop it! Don't do this Come to on. me. No. No. no seriously. This is not, seriously. No. no I because can't. no. Uh, listen, when um. <laughs> When that thing came out like a week ago about how everybody was making a big deal about how Zaniolo had a setback, it wasn't a setback the way that it was reported by like Sky Sport. It, it, it was never a setback. They were just taking their time with him. He didn't. Setback sort of implies that he, you know, something has gone wrong in the recovery. They're just taking their time with him. But seriously, they initially said um, his dad gives an interview every single day, it seems like. One of the first dates he threw out was early April, then it turned to mid-April, and then it turned to late April. And, uh, I mean, this ties in 13 days. Now, he's still training with the Prima, with the Primavera, so I, I find it very difficult that, that he would be included. But I, I just I can't help but think, if you recover Smalling, you have a healthy Mkhitaryan, you have a healthy Dzeko, you have everybody coming into this fresh, because I think this also begs the question I know we sort of touched upon it already but how do you handle these next two weeks Andy I think it is so clear uh, the mm-hmm. league thing is over and <laughs> from from Fonseca's point of view yeah. I have to tell you if he if he risks anything for the league mm-hmm. I will go mad I will go mad no but I 
I I doubt that. I we saw that against Bologna. I think that's the way it's gonna go. Um, oh my god, Bob, Bob, put on your seatbelts, everybody. This is going no, to be but it, it, but it, hey, but is that that's that's exciting? You're looking at Pastore potentially starting, maybe <laughs> or having you know having to play a larger chunk. Santon, we saw him uh, have a great twenty seconds last night. He was standing on the sideline waiting for his turn, and I don't even think he entered the pitch. Um, I think he just stood there until time ran out. So <laughs> you're looking at Reynolds getting some minutes into his leg. So uh, there is, to me, this is you know, it's um, it's open season for 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 shithousery 101. I don't care if you're you know if you're gonna go and play against uh, Nonno Ranieri um, with with some youngster from the Primavera as your uh, as your center back or Fusato as your goalkeeper. I I don't care. Um, by now, it should be clear that if you can get the important guys healthy, if you can get the important guys concentrated, focused on this game, on on the big on the big competition, on the big objective, if you can get them tactically ready, um, that's all you should be doing. Yeah, I agree. Hey, let's go real quick to Matt Falcona for this week's edition of the Falcona forecast, and then we'll be right back. What's up, guys? Another edition of the Falcon of Forecast. Last week, we killed it. 9-1 plus 8.3 units. Unfortunately, the one loss was one of my best bets from last week, which was Udinese. They lost to Torino 1-0. That's okay. We still were very profitable over the whole weekend. Although it is a, a bit of an anomalous weekend with no draws. Usually, we expect two to three draws per week, which is rarely going to be picked as a value pick or it never picked as the most likely result. So, not expecting to go 9-1 every week, but, but we'll take it. The, the profit. So obviously huge, huge weekend. So we have Napoli Inter, Atalanta Juve, but of course we always start with the Roma game. So Roma are playing Torino, who gave us that one loss last weekend. Roma forecast has uh, Roma as the odds on favorites coming off the huge Europa League win versus Ajax. Of course, you know, I, I think the odds are being adjusted here for a probable rotated lineup that from Roma with Atalanta looming on Thursday and just being just ha- playing a, a, a tough game this past Thursday. But lastly, we saw a similar situation and Roma still pulled through with a win, putting a, lot, putting a lot of trust in Roma to make a push here at the end of the season. This could be a fruitful weekend for Roma if results land the right way. We, we, I mean, we could find ourselves right back in the mix for, for Champions League. But of course, we, we all know we're going to win Europa League. Um, so we got Roma plus 112 or 2.12 decimal odds. I like that. That's going to be an official pick for me. Stand for approval. Let's let, let's back our team here. So next, let's uh, let's take a look at Napoli Inter. Obviously, probably the biggest game of the weekend, and the forecast has a huge surprise. The forecast is giving Napoli the slight edge here, slight favorites at 38% versus Inter at just 35. I can't say for sure why, but I think it's Inter style of play that doesn't really translate well. I, I think looking at the stats that I, that I use to build the algorithm behind the forecast, um, it makes sense that Inter's non-sustainable kind of ugly anti-football style of play doesn't really translate well to what the algorithms uh, algorithms looking at again napoli's been given the the stamp of approval from the forecast here i'm not willing to to take them fully on here uh so i'm gonna go to napoli draw no bet at plus 120 or 2.2 decimal odds however don't get me wrong i will be betting on that but i will be rooting hard for inter here we want them to close out their title ASAP so that maybe they're going to be in cruise control by the time we play them in a couple weeks. And obviously Napoli, we want them to lose 
so that we can potentially catch up to them. But this way, I, I'm happy with any result. So I don't mind that. Napoli draw no bad. It's an official pick, plus 120. So moving on to the other huge game, Atalanta-Juve. Uh, forecast is, is giving, I think, Atalanta the odds-on favorite here, 57%. Um, I was kind of surprised, um, but to be honest, you know, I mean, I mean, Atalanta is a good team. Juve is, you know, they've been so inconsistent and depends on their lineup, of course, how how they line up. I, I mean, I, I think Atalanta is going to be the, the team to take here. Uh, don't look at the total here. The over is always going to be too expensive for this game. But let's back Atalanta here for a massive result in the top four race. That's plus 143. Atalanta, um, I mean, I'm not really sure who as a Roma fan we want to root for here, maybe just root for a draw. Hopefully they, they can both drop a couple of points. But uh, betting-wise, I'm taking Atalanta plus 143. Uh, looking around the rest of the league, um, of course, you know, this isn't a Falcon of Forecast segment without me saying you should bet on Sassuolo. So we're going to bet on Sassuolo again at plus 151 versus Fiorentina. Um, I also took the over two and a half goals in that game. Um, I just think you know, has got to eventually start putting away their their chances that that they've been creating, and their defense stinks. So Fiorentina is definitely going to get a couple back. Lalovic has been playing really well, especially for them. So official pick Sassuolo plus one fifty one. I'm also taking a look at the over two and a half goals there. Um, and let's go. I got two more games for you actually. You guys, and this is a long, long segment here, but uh, let's turn to Sampdoria, Verona. Um, Sampdoria here is the favorite from uh, the forecast. I think it makes a little sense with with them being the bookie favorite too after Verona's poor on form recently. But to be honest, uh, I given that the forecast has Sampa's favorites after liking Verona for a lot of the year, giving it slight value, um, gives me more confidence that that Santoria is going to gonna find a way to pull out a win here. So I'm going to go Samp, draw no bet. Again, minus 110. Um, I, I like that pick a lot. Finally, um, let's, let's, let's turn to the game that I know you guys are on your edge of your seats about, the game that we're all looking forward to here at the Falcon of Forecast. Um, all of our TVs are going to be turned to this one. But Crotone, Udinese, by far the biggest game of the weekend. Huge upset being predicted by the forecast. We got Crotone at 37% chance to win, even though they're power rated as the 20th best team in the in the league. But I think that's partially due to Crotone's ability to actually put the ball in the back of the net, which Udinese seems to have forgotten you're allowed to do. So I like Crotone here. Got great value here. We got plus 311 3-1 odds here. So looking really good on Crotone. Um, I also like over 2.5 goals here. A decent price, minus 120. I think Crotone is going to be able to put the ball in the back of the net enough for both of those bets to hit. So, again, we got a lot of official picks. Uh, I know this is dragging on a bit, but we got Crotone plus 311. Sassuolo plus 151. Atalanta plus 143. Roma plus 112. Plus a couple other bets in there. We got Sampdoria sprinkled in there. We got some overs sprinkled in there. It's going to be a really, really exciting uh, weekend to watch in Serie A. So, that's where I'll leave it. Again, you can you can always find me on Twitter at Falcon of Forecast. I've got the blog too, where I'm writing all of this stuff down. That's falconofforecast.wordpress.com. Again, you can tweet at me whatever you want, and good luck this weekend or to Roma. So then we're clear. Uh, I, I know that 
Yeah, this is an interesting turn of events for you because a few weeks ago you were the opposite. It was punt the Europa League, focus on the mm-hmm. league. Yeah, but now we've we've switched, right? I think we can we've both sw- agree yeah. that. Listen, even as much as Fonseca probably wants to not admit it that that the league is still wide open, blah 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 blah. I, I mean, come on, is there really any reason for right. you, as Roma, okay? to exert even a, 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 a minuscule amount of energy because the, the the tie against Manchester United, okay, the first leg is on the 29th of April, okay? So in between that time, Roma, they will go away this Sunday to, to, to Torino. Then they are home uh, to Atalanta on the 22nd. Then they are away to Cagliari, on the 25th and then obviously you go to Old Trafford to face Manchester United on the 29th so in between that time Andy okay four matches four matches in unbelievable in, in 13 in, in, days in 13 days okay that's insane that's it, it insane, is insane man. it's insane, it's insane. It, okay it's ridiculous the the, the 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 whole calendar this entire season has been absurd Bur- okay. borderline dangerous oh I I think we've gone past dangerous the second yeah, criminal, that FIFA criminal. allowed yeah. international breaks or international competitions to move forward. I mean, give me a come on. Absolute farce. Uh, whatever. I, I could go on about that for forever, but nonetheless, okay. So, four matches in 13 days. Alright. There is zero reason to put forth any effort in any of these three upcoming league matches. Zero, right? I, I mean, why? Mm-hmm. It's not even worth no, it's I, really, I, it's really not. I, yeah, I, I'm it's speechless. It's I mean, it's really not. It it has to come down to where you know if 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 Juan Jesus can can is healthy or whatever, let him go. You know, if if Fazio is feeling it, let him play. Um, it really has to come down. I mean, these guys are gonna be traveling so much. They're gonna be you know going from one game to another. Um. And 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 these you know these these league games right now are just so you you can't really separate them. It all just so kind of merges together. While the Europa League right now, as it stands, it's a is a much more concrete objective. It's much more palpable. You can prepare for it. You can watch some videos in advance. How are you going to prepare for Torino? Right. Are are you going to watch some tape of 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 uh, of uh, Rincon? <laughs> I, I, I really, I don't, I, it has come to the point where I don't believe in, in, in Serie A. Roma have proved, proven me wrong. They said, okay, we, we like our chances in the Europa League and great. I want to see more. I want to see this team focused on that objective because if you have to choose, now is the time to do so. Yeah, and beyond that, I know that, again, Fonseca doesn't want to admit this, and from a professional standpoint, I I, I applaud him in taking the uh, politically correct approach, I guess, but he's he has maintained over these last two weeks that the city is not closed, the math is still in their favor. Um, I'm sorry, I'm terrible at math, um, but I'm doing the math right now in my head, and it just doesn't add up, okay? They're in seventh. They sit on 54 points. Lazio with the match in hand at 55. Napoli in fifth at 59. Atalanta 61. Juve 62. Milan 63. Okay. This thing is closed, Andy. It's closed. There's, there is no point. You are not going to make up a seven-point okay, seven gap in these eight matches. Okay. 
And even if you thought there was a, a, even if you were more optimistic than you and I were, okay, why in the world would you even run that risk? Okay, it is so clear in my mm-hmm. opinion that the, the, the path of least resistance to Champions League football, okay, it's the Europa League. Three matches, yeah. okay, you have to win two, okay, you win this tie, two against Manchester United, and you are in a European final, okay, where anything can happen. Anything. I just can't believe that Fonseca would would even tempt fate. To me, you are tempting. We talk about the, uh, the, the Borghino on here, okay? I don't even want to imagine some of the cruel things that we as Roma supporters have been through over the years, okay? Why would you tempt the footballing gods by putting somebody even remotely important on the pitch over these next three matches? It's not worth it. It is not worth tempting, even if you're not religious, the the, the footballing, over overlord, spirits, whatever word you want to use for whatever divine yeah, they're there. Yeah, they're, they're, they're right. on a mission to crush Roma, yeah. I think it's so clear that Fonseca... Right, you would hope that this doesn't need to even be debated, right? I do you think that even though that he has been giving these sort of again these politically correct, hey, you know what, we can still do it. The math is wide open. You would have to imagine that common sense is has set in now, right? Well, yeah, I I also want to, uh, I also would like to know what what other people, you know, what people within Roma, the Friedkins and 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 whatnot, who, what do they think? What is the course of action? Because yes, the manager will be responsible for picking the names that go in the, um, on the on the team shit. But 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 who's you know who's gonna? Is there somebody has a clear preference for? Is there somebody behind him that says? Go this way or go this other way. Mm. Um, I, I hope that everybody is on board. And and um, yesterday we saw uh, we saw both both the Friedkins and Fonseca celebrate that goal, celebrate the win overall. So um, I would like to hope that this is you know this is not up for discussion. I understand if there are some players that will still have to play these these shitty games um, because that's inescapable. Roma don't have that. That 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 kind of roster where they can afford to just completely you know overhaul the whole team in a matter of of one game and 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 have you know people from their uh, primavera playing um, in all positions. So you're still gonna see uh, either VR or Diawara start and and, and you know probably uh, I guess Karsdorp one game or something, but. It it has to be kept to a minimum. I think the course of action is pretty clear since you know Bologna game. You give that game to Mayoral. Yeah, right. You don't even you don't even try to get you 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 saw that Jekyll could give you a decent performance against Ajax and and Fonseca knew that in order to for Jekyll to to give that kind of performance once again he would have to rest a bit and that's what he did. So I think that's 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 the way things are, are gonna go. Yeah, I completely agree. Is there even a reason to preview or discuss this match against Torino? No. I mean, what what am I no. what are we supposed to say about it? It's a shame. It's a shame they're not gonna get relegated. It's a it's a real shame. That's the only thing yeah. I can say. Mm. I um I would love to see them get relegated ahead of the likes of Parma, but fate can right. be uh, cruel sometimes. Yep. I mean 
hey, at least Cagliari. Cagliari going down, so hey, um, you'll you don't have to play there because that's that's just another terrible place to play at. Um, not Cagliari by itself. I'm just saying the you know say, the sure his... we have a lot of people who holiday. No, right? no, no. I like I love <laughs> I love Sardinia. I love the whole island. It's a beautiful place. I'm just saying we don't have a really great history of of matches played there, um, mm-hmm. and it's always tough. So. If um and also they've invested so much money and to see them get relegated is so funny, um especially it because is. hey they they gave the Francesca contract renewal so it's a shame that uh, Cairo will not go to Serie B. Um, I would love to see Roma despite you know all the absences and whatever lineup they figure out. I I would love to see them crush this shitty team because it it really is a shitty team and. Um, uh, along with a number of other teams, uh, shouldn't be uh, so far up the table, no matter what, and, and shouldn't really be in this table at all. Um, these are really teams that are scraping the bottom of the barrel and just belong in the Serie B for a while. That would do them some good. Um, but I don't, I don't have anything else. I, this is it, right? I mean, this is, this is it. You should, you should approach these games like it's like you're watching like a, a, a shitty SNL sketch. You know, it's just for <laughs> you know, it's just for laughs. It's gonna be you know dumb, but you're gonna laugh nonetheless. So, uh, might as well make it fun. This is going to be like your final year at uni, like the last two weeks when you know yep. the professors are completely done. Everybody has just. They've cashed in their chips. Everybody's done. Exams right. are over. Yeah. Everybody's just ready to go home. All right. Well, I had a full page of notes here where you and I can break down the tactical nuances of... Uh, <laughs> no, not We happen. could talk about his bike ride. We could talk about... Um, you know, Baralti really likes to score from this part of the pitch. Okay. Well, I, uh, I over-prepared then. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Would you rather watch this match or Godfather 3? Uh, I I actually uh, for the Godfather of Fishnaz was actually um you like not so long ago. Uh, I I I must say I'm in the minority that I can appreciate it and mm. I find some good things about it. But I must also say that I managed to torrent recently the um, the latest version of the Godfather Three, which is called the Godfather Three Coda, um, which is uh, and I think it's called the Death of Michael Corleone. And it's basically a recut, re-edited version of three, um, and I think it's worth checking out. It's um, it has been it has been cured, curated by um, by Francis Ford Coppola himself. He has this thing of recutting his movies, like Apocalypse Now. He's released like three different cuts, um, and now he he tried to give a, a second life to to this movie that really got shat on it uh, needs a second life it needs probably a third and a fourth right and i but you know i i think it's a it's a it's a, it's a charming little thing if you can distance yourself from it if you just tackle it from this is a movie about the death of everybody and everything this is like whatever you loved about the first two movies this is where it all comes crumbling down in spectacular fashion that world is gone. Those characters are gone. Robert Duvall is not even here. I was about to uh, say, have you ever seen some of his interviews on Godfather 3? Because he yeah, also shits on it quite prof- profoundly. <laughs> who? Uh, Robert Duvall, you mean? Yes. 
But you know why Robert Duvall didn't didn't come? Because Al Pacino got all the money. Al Pacino wanted right. so yes. much money that France, money, he says. Yes. yeah, for Coppola was was financing this movie by himself, like a lot of other movies. And Al Pacino said, "I want this much money." And Coppola said, "Okay, but if I give you that much, then we don't have money for for uh, Duvall." And that's exactly what happened. And so you had to have all that that stuff about him not being there. And uh, it's 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 a sad movie for those that really are attached to those characters. But it's um, it it can be funny at times. And it, I like the I, I I am in the minority, and I like the Vatican stuff. So. I think mm. that that is pretty dark, um, and and I think Eli Wallach is 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 great as as the as the as the old man there. Um, so, <laughs> wow, this is the pattern that is going to follow in the upcoming matches. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I can't, I I just smell a zero zero. I I smell it. I really really do, and it doesn't smell good. We will get through these next few matches together, and should Roma progress to a European final, which we will pray to the footballing uh, divinities that they manage to do so, we will have to find ways to make the time in between somewhat interesting. Because I, can't, I, I can't do this. I, I can't be asked to seriously break down. Tell what do you think about Torino's midfield? I, I, <laughs> come on, man. All right, everybody, enjoy your weekend. Try your best to enjoy this thing we're going to be subjected to against Torino. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. We will chat with you again uh, on Monday, I guess, to break down the match against Torino. We'll probably talk more about Manchester United. So uh, until next time, take care. Ciao. Ciao. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. 